It's time for What Off. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Off. My name's Gareth. His name is not Gareth. It's... Richard. Richard Alexander Willett. It is. He's down in Norwich. 45 minutes away. 45 um, minutes away, yeah. Yeah, and I'm in Darbados, which doesn't look very Darbados-y today. It's overcast. Can you it's... tilt your camera down again, Gareth? I keep telling it. Sorry to interrupt you. There you go. Go on, carry on. Yeah. Okay, right. Let's get the uh, bacon and eggs on. If you head over to supremecbd.uk, use the code WTAF, and you can get 40% off everything. We're very proud to be associated with them. Aren't we, Richard Alexander Willett of 45 Minutes from Norwich? Absolutely we are, because it helps you and it helps us, and everybody gets help, and we all help the world, and we are the world, and we are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day for me Just, and you. Yeah, there we go. Um, I had a funny day yesterday, Richard. So <laughs> Here we go. Right, geeks, I am a bit of a geek. Right, anyway, so when I first moved to Derby, I'll give you a bit of background. When I first moved to Derby, I lived in a, just off an area called Friargate, right? It's an old, basically, you know, there used to be a monastery there, hence the name Friargate, whatever. But um, there was an old railway line that went through there. It went from Nottingham up towards where Jay lives near Burton, right? And I kind of had a bit of a, a, bit of a soft spot for it, really, because it went in the 60s, but it was, it was basically built out of coal miners who were all getting stitched by the Midland Railway because there was only one railway serving so they could, you know what I mean, the man from Del Monte says no, they can set the price. So this Great Northern came along and kind of threw a cat among the pigeons and whatever and I just kind of like that sort of story. Anyway, I've been walking loads of sections of it over the last sort of few months. So I wanted to get from Derby to Eggington, which is where it ends, which is right out near Jay, right? And um, I thought it was four miles. It's not, it's not four miles. So I went... <laughs> All right, so I did an interview um, with Peter McIlvenna uh, here, and I was like, right, I'll run, I'll do that, and then I can be back in time for Gemma to go to netball at six. Laughing. So it takes me three hours to get there, right, because it's not it's not four miles, it's seven miles. So then I'm at, um, I'm at Eggington, I've got the drone up, I've got this cool footage of this old station and this old dairy tower, like this Victorian building, it looks very cool. And then I, I looked at my, my, my watch, and it was 4 p.m., right? And I'm seven miles from Derby, and Dar and I'm on foot. And Derby is a half an hour drive away from where I need to be at six. Right, I'll film me in case I uh, stack it as always. Right, and I thought, <laughs> shit. Like my wife loves netball; it's her escapism. Plus, she's very good, and the team need her. So I'm I'm letting everyone down so I can look at old signal posts and shits from the 60s, right? So I was like, oh. It's better so than that, me and down the pub, though, to be fair. This like is true. Men are down the pub. Yeah. This is true, but my fear was such, and bearing in mind, earlier in the day, I'd fallen down an embankment. Because it's all water. It's all midges. Shit. Which you could see on Gaz's, um, Gaz's Twitter, or X, as you want to call it. What do you mean, your yeah. fear... Are you terrified? No, my fear. The, I'm in so much pain right now, Rich, right? My legs, honestly. Do you remember that thing where those two burglars broke into the house of a infamous gay sex offender and the headline was buggered for burglary? <laughs> they got absolutely ruined. And there's the two photos, they're two mugshots, and they are broken men. I mean, it's horrendous, really. But of the, all the people's whose house to break into, they broke into his and he kept them hostage for like a week. It's I'm horrendous. trying to think of all the infamous gay sex offenders I know. He had a very hairy chest, if I remember rightly. 
Anyway, I'm basically walking like those two today. Um, but the fear of how much pain I was going to be in, because I had to run this seven miles. Bear in mind, I've walked seven miles. I've then got, then got to run seven miles back with a big backpack on, with a drone and all that sort of stuff in it. Um, and I've got to do that in about an hour and 20, which I managed. But what was keeping me going was whatever pain I'm going to be in at the end of this, it's going to be nothing compared to the pain I'm going to be in if I don't get home and she, and she misses netball. Shit. I'm in big trouble, right? But then it gets worse. So I literally come bundling in the door, Rich. Like, right, right, you go. You can go now. You can go. Like, oh, man, I'm shattered. She's like, right, I'll, the, the girls are just uh, hopping in the bath. I was like, all right, I'll go and wait in the bathroom then. So Ophie gets in the bath. Then Law jumps in, well excited to get in the bath. There's toys in the bath, and she lands on them. Oh, well, not a shark. Not a shark, but like a, a plastic saucepan thing that Ophie been playing with. So then she's cut herself. Oh. So then she's screaming and bleeding in the bath. Like not loads, but I was still like, it looks messy in the bath, doesn't it? Yeah, I was like, oh mate, this is really <laughs> bad. She's screaming at me. Gemma's like, I'm gonna be late. I don't know what's happening. No, I get moments like that over the last two days. Yeah, it's just I've carnage. I got up in the morning and um, this is like the dad pod. Basically, we got up in the morning and Arthur's had a bit of a cold lately. Um, and I got up in the morning and I heard of, oh my God, nosebleed. Thinking it was Sam, um, like pregnant. I thought, oh my God, no, no. And then it's Arthur. And it's just like coming out like it, like, it's like a fire hydrant. Well, it wasn't that bad. That's, that's over-exaggerating it. But like, I've never had a nosebleed. What? Not other than picking. Like, I've never had a, not a nosebleed. You know what I mean? Like... Just yeah, to... I don't think I've ever had a nosebleed where I hadn't been smacked on the end of the nose. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one. I had one then as well. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had a few of them. <laughs> it it's just mad. It's just mad now. So, yeah, I, we got, um, we've got some more, more little ones coming along. So there'll be more stories for you there. Good luck, the well. Dad stories. Um, right. Last What's... week's story was a classic, though. And I, I, I think um, that goes down in one of our greatest hits of the... Uh, the Barbie girl, you couldn't. It, it, it was funny. It was I, sent, I sent it because we'd gone to Chesterfield. A friend of mine um, is a Chesterfield fan because he like spent loads of time in Chesterfield. So I sent that to him. He was laughing. It's brilliant. It's really he good. Like, he was like, what pub was it? And I said the name of the pub. He went, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Karaoke. Oh, yeah. Right. So let's get um, on this week's show. What do you have coming up on your Gareth Ike tonight? That's not tonight, but by the time this goes out, it'd have been out last night, probably. So, Leigh Dun- Dundas is a um, civil rights attorney in the US and an author. I'm talking to her, I was actually supposed to be talking to her last week, but I don't think her alarm clock went off because uh, she's in the USA. So, she's having to get up quite early to talk to us today. Um, so, I'm talking to her. I'm talking to Mad Mix Conspiracies um, about the online harms bill. Basically, He's been kind of making kind of, I guess, kind of what we do. Like we're sort of laughing at how mental everything is. He does it in a music format and makes okay. like like parody songs and, and stuff. So we're talking about that and the online harms bill and actually how the online harms bill will affect even stuff like that. Like even comedy. It's not just about misinformation. You know, it's like it's clearly, a, you know, and I actually saw this the other day, a, a, a doctor who's a, like a, a Rona pro vax doctor was saying, look at this misinformation. And then someone from BBC Verify, not Mariana, but the other lass that's on there, said, like, see, look at this. And it was a doctor, had put, he, he's a doctor on our side. He'd put up this tweet of the four stages of, um, 
of Jacinda Ardern. Have you seen it? And it's basically yes, her, it's like her pitches. in 1996, and then yeah. her, like, as she's aging. And he's jokingly gone, right, first jab, second jab, first boost, yeah, second yeah. boost, right, as she's aging. It's clearly a joke. Of course it is, things. yeah. But they were picking up on that and saying, look, you know, look at this misinformation. It's like, it's clearly a joke. Like, oh, she's like, that's 20 years worth of art. Is that yeah. really? I well, didn't know the... they picked up on that. That is so dumb. These so people dumb. are so dumb. But that's the point, in it? And so, obviously... Mad Mix is going to be talking about that and how that's going to affect stuff. And then finally, we've got Dr. Brian Hooker, who um, is a uh, a doctor who works with children's health defence, and he co-wrote a book with um, Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh. about about vaccine harms and stuff. So interesting show today, actually. Um, we had another couple of guests that were meant to come on that we've actually moved now till next week that are really powerful guests. One of them is a gentleman whose um, wife was refused a transplant because she wasn't vaccinated and has since passed away. Um, and it's just absolutely disgraceful because they would they the sad thing is beyond sad thing is, is she's passed away because she's not vaccinated so they won't give her a transplant but now she's dead they want her organs oh right of course they do oh so they're good enough for you are they oh. I mean, it's just disgraceful but Gosh. he's going to come on but but we've not managed to nail down the times because of, of the time difference so he's going to come on next week now because it's kind of, we've sort of run out of time a bit but yeah. Anyway, what's on what's on um, on 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 classified, Richard? Classified that's going out tonight because we kind of have to do it this way because um, I haven't decided which one to put out next week. Um, so classified's going out tonight, and it is with Andy Thomas, who's the author of the New Heretics, and he talks about he done a similar thing to the the um, uh, experiments with ChatGTP that we did, but he also talks about the dangers of AI and how it's going to take over our jobs and the fact that we're all got, we are the, we are, well, exactly, and it already is, um, we are the new heretics, but everyone will be a heretic eventually, very quickly, especially with this um, online shafty bill just gone through, um, giving royal assent by Jimmy Savile's, the, the absurdity of that, I'll come on to that later, but um, it is mad. Um, but yes, he's on um, tonight. And it's a really, really, really good interview, actually. I'm really, really pleased with it. And uh, lots of great information in there. And his book's great. And he comes across really well. He's got one of those radio voices. So I speak like this. And um, it's a bit sexy. So even like, if you don't... I like, in... yeah. I like a good, sexy voice. I was like that with Neil Oliver when he was on Coast. Yeah. <laughs> I used to and... say to my mum, because mum liked Coast. He's the, he's the one with the sexy voice off Coast. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. We met him, didn't we? We did. We yeah. spoke to him. And yeah, he was sexy was... then, so... Very sexy. Very sexy. The whole thing's sexy. Series two, three. three. Sexy. Sexy series. Uh, of the walk. Come um, on, then. Let's get into the what. Oh, okay, so, so, no, that was my first what if his dad, obviously, his his ban has been upheld by um, the Dutch government. So it's, it's basically, it's gone from being a two-year ban to, I think, basically an indefinite ban. So he's banned from 26 countries, banned from Australia. Also, on the Schengen list, which is that, that, that list that they, they used to ban him, New Zealand uses that, Canada uses that, and the US uses that. So even if they're not named on it, if he mm. tried to go to any of those countries, he wouldn't get in. That doesn't make um, sense. What do you mean indefinite, though? Like, well, that's the thing. It was that? two years. That's two years. Okay. I mean, it's absurd anyway, because let's not forget that. But how can they just open-endedly? I mean, I mean, did this, do you remember they did it to Charlie Chaplin as well, because he did the whole piss-taking-a-Hitler thing? Um, well, this is the thing. Like, the judge... Was full of shame, really. Didn't really didn't make eye contact with anyone. Didn't lift her head up. Um, why can't we have an open debate on whether that's true or not? 
See, this is what I'm hearing all the time. It's a conspiracy theory. Okay, then. Well, let's have a debate and you put your evidence forward and I'll put mine and we'll see what people think makes most sense. But her basically takeaway was if the government say you're a danger, then yeah, you are then. Um, well, wait till a, she's told she's a danger. Crazy bit of power. Um, but it did make me think, you know, like you've got, so you've got someone who is accused of a very serious sexual crime, right? And they're demonetized by YouTube. Now, I don't agree with that because I agree with innocent till proven guilty. I think you have to prove him guilty, right? Yeah. But he's under investigation now and, and, and whatever. And But no one, the, uh, they've not made a complaint. Like they, they haven't have made a... No, no one's the, gone the, to it. The, the, just police, the police have said they're aware of it, aren't they? And apparently yeah. there was some there were some accusations made to the Met police about him several years ago. Three, wasn't it? it was yeah. So, so they're investigating something. Something's going on in the background. But he's innocent to proven guilty, right? But all these all these so-called alternative media types and all these even mainstream media types, if you consider talk TV and GB News to be uh, mainstream, are calling it out as disgraceful and this blah 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 blah. And it's like, you've got a dude here who's not been accused of a crime, isn't under investigation for a crime, is banned from 26 countries, mm -hmm. include, and then on top of that, America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, was not demonetized by YouTube, but was booted off YouTube three years ago. And now, if you want to put a video of him on YouTube, most of the time to get around the algorithm, because they've got an algorithm on his voice, they, you have to edit his voice, which is why when Anonymous uses clips, they change his pitch of his voice so it's lower right. to try and get around that algorithm, right? And so you've got that and crickets. It's Absolute very crickets I mean, you, you and your brother were supposed to go on GB News and it got pulled in the last minute. And it's not to have a go at them. There's some good people there. We know a few of them and there are some lovely people there, as per every organisation. Um, it doesn't really represent what's coming from the top, but they're clearly not doing what they say they're doing. And by not covering the fact that your dad's been banned from 26 European countries plus others, it, it reeks of, to me, and I'm not saying the individuals are doing this, but the money people at the top of a, we need to have a counter narrative to the mainstream media. So whatever the mainstream is saying, we need to almost say the opposite. So if they're not picking up on your dad's ban at the moment, they won't talk about it. But I also think they're too afraid to talk about the anti-Semitism nonsense as well. It's very, very odd. But it also talks about, it also goes to show that there's only so far they will go. Well, that's the point. That's the point that, that you know they 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 won't mention the name. They they just try and pretend, and and it's like that's extraordinary how you can pretend to be alternative and pretend to be pro free speech mm -hmm. and, and 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 freedom in terms of you know human freedoms, and you're more upset that a multimillionaire has been demonetized, which won't affect him slightly in his bank balance. He's a multimillionaire. Uh, rather than a man in his 70s who's not been accused of any crime whatsoever being basically banned from the world. I mean, it's it's pretty mad, man. It's pretty it, mad. It shows the staggered kind of um, the staggered nature of what we're doing is that when you, the, the more kind of deeper into this you go, the more ignored, censored, but also kind of like shadow banned and you'll get 
but they'll yeah. let certain things out, especially political, because everything he pretty much talks about is political. He's not talking about anything off that subject. And I'm not having to go no. at the guy. I think he has his place. There's other things going on with the Fabian Society in the background that, that, that raise eyebrows for me. Um, I think he's... He may be one of these... I'm not saying he knows it, but he may be one of these here and no further people. That oh, I, think he, I think he absolutely is. And I think, you know, like I've said before, like, I don't think the truth movement needs leaders. I don't think it needs a face. It doesn't need a rock star. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. The truth is just the truth. And the more people that speak it, the better the world becomes. But we've been handed leaders that we didn't ask for. You know, you... Brand was the front man. I didn't want a front man. I didn't ask for a front man. Who else is a front man? Andrew Tate. I don't yeah. fucking ask for that guy to be the fucking front man of anything. But those two guys have suddenly become elected to to speak for and represent the alternative and then watch them get taken down and watch them take alternative voices down with them. I, I smell a rat, Rich, man. I do. I absolutely do. But what I, my kind of... Con There's another question in this. That do they know they're being used that way? Or are they part like are they willingly throwing themselves up, crawling under the bus? I would have a case to say that possibly, and again I don't know, that they have been they've used their ego to push them to push them, and they've just fed their ego, and they haven't been wise enough to understand that they're going to get the rug pulled up from under them. I think they've possibly been used as much as anyone else will be used in the fact that these people don't care about anyone anyway, because. You have to look at. He's got three. He's got two kids. Another one on the way. Who would want to be called all those things? So, I think what what I'm trying to say is that there's a well, there's a kind of like a a staggered thing here of who they will chuck under the bus anyway. So I I I bet to sort of understand whether they knew so far as to how much they're going to be used. How much do they know? Because or or, or, or was it what people are saying? A, a case of. You know, because he's reinvented himself more times than Cher, Russell Brand. Yeah. And it's like, you know, was was he reinventing himself to try and get away from what was potentially going to catch up with him? Possibly. I mean, there's connotations there. There was four, I think it was four nurses up that, and he did that Olympics thing where he was um, the child catcher. I can't remember what it's called. What's yeah, I mean, the, you know, yeah. the guy's got the Pied Piper tattooed on him. He's got the number 33 tattooed on him. There's, there's quite a few questions to ask. Yeah, with. absolutely. Absolutely. And we should be asking those questions. Why um, are you in front of the brick wall, mate? That's a question. <laughs> I got rid of mine because they chucked me out. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that my, my kind of end point on that is that, yes, I think he was controlled. And I think they fed his ego. And then maybe at some point he they he's used surplus, surplus, surplus to requirements. And, yeah, and there's a big wake-up call there. Maybe. I mean, ego is, is what brings everything down yeah. in the end. The, the fact is you need to get rid of that. That's got to go. Um, if you're, if you're going to be an honest truth teller, that ego has to go because the truth sometimes will kick your ego in the balls. Well, yeah. And That's more... just how it is. And, and, you know, if your ego is affected, you might not speak the truth because you don't want people to... Do you know what I mean? The, the, that kind of has to go. Well, what really? a warning it will be for everybody else who's already in and wants to get out. As your dad said, it's easy to get in, but it's hard to get out of that kind of situation. Um, to not do so, because they've got all that stuff on you. Um, yeah. um, let's go on for my first one. So, so, we're all worried about climate change, aren't Petrified. we? I mean, Petrified. me and you are 
are worried about climate change. But then I read this article and it only really kind of made me more, made me feel like it's more of a urgent issue, more of a pressing issue. So, and I don't know if you've read this, but um, this this is um, from the press, the bloody wrong one. Um, Scientists reveal the day Earth will face a mass extinction that wipes out all humans. I mean, it's worrying, but when do you think that date would be? Within a month, at least. No, you've got a little bit longer, so, I mean, you can oh. get a little bit more out of your, like, your milk in the cupboard. Humans will go extinct on Earth in 250 million years. I'll live with it. Although, how many, how, how many generations is that? Is that... Because it sounds like a lot of generations, but then, obviously, in the future... People live longer, don't they, according to Busted? It, well, it's true. And Busted, because, yeah. welcome to the year 3000, Yeah. not much has changed, but we live underwater. It's quite a big change. Um, <laughs> your great, great, great granddaughter's pretty fine. So she, we're averaging, averaging an age of 250 and still looking pretty fine at that point. So, I don't know. Also, that kind of is a little hint of uh, paedophilia there, to be honest, in my mind. I'm just saying, I put that out there. Um, but yeah. 250 million years is still quite a few more years than the 3,000, um, the year 3,000. But So they say, but that's if we were to stop burning fossil fuels right now. A bleak news study reveals, who's paying for these ridiculous studies? 250 million years we got um, when we did the study of when humans might be extinct. Okay, um, I've, got, I've got the gas bill to pay. Get that out of the way, gas bill. And um, what a load of nonsense. 250 million years. In, if you gave me 250 million years, you made me immortal for that long, I still wouldn't be able to watch the film Natural Libra with Jack Black from start to finish. It's awful. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty such bad. a bad film. I still wouldn't be able to sit through any of the Lord of the Rings fully by then. See, I, I'm all right. I, I quite like Lord of the Rings. Can't sit there that long. Can't sit there that absolutely. They are, they are long films, yeah. but I, I, I kind of like them. I do like them. Um, um, computer simulations, so they're to be trusted, yeah. um, suggest our planet will face a mass extinction that wipes out all mammals. The University of Bristol experts report. <laughs> what are they doing? Are there any experts in Bristol? <laughs> These are eight. experts. These... <laughs> These lot ain't. Um, it just made me laugh. Two hundred fifty million years. How humans will go extinct in two hundred fifty million years? Um, it's just nonsense. But how the do fact you that come we... up with a figure like that? Because you're an idiot and you're bored. Like it's just so ridiculous, isn't it? It's like, how much money have you got? Four hundred twenty trillion. Well, I don't even. I can't even work what that is out. I don't even know to put the common in commas in the zero, the little bit. That's just where. How do you draw that? But you pluck 250 million years. But this is their reason. This is if they said reason. a million years, I wouldn't give a shit. No, if they, they to be honest, if they said like 20,000 years, I'd still be like, who knows what we have by then, you know, and what form we're in, especially yeah. if we're all up, like, up in the cloud. Plenty of time to complete Sonic the Hedgehog 2, 20,000 years. So I yeah, that's bothered. really hard because I still haven't done that. Humans, along with many other species, would expire due to their inability to shed heat through sweat. Now, who else can't sweat? Oh, yeah, Andrew, even though I've seen a photo of him on the dance floor sweating. So apparently Andrew is a 
is closer to his species, the closer to dying off. And we know what that species is. Because they can't sweat. Yeah, so hang on, bring it on. Turn, turn, do some, uh, rev your car up. Let's get going. Next All one. Right. Well, I've got one at the end, um, but I'll go to that next because obviously you're talking about the Royals. So this one's about a croc expert, right? Some segue. <laughs> Shoes. Um, right, do you know what makes me laugh, though? Because the story's horrendous. It's how certain news companies throw in something like someone's job title when it has no relevance to anything. <laughs> yeah. Right, I mean... I guess what they're saying is he's, he's worked with Richard Atten, uh, David Attenborough like a long, long time ago, though. So they're using that as a kind of thing. But I'm going to read the headline. British crocodile expert raped, tortured and killed dozens of dogs. It's not funny, obviously, but it's it's, funny. it doesn't it's, make it's... any difference. Oh, shit, he's got child abuse in there as well. Oh. Adam Britton, 51, who grew up in West Yorkshire before moving to Australia. So Yorkshire um, Terrier, then, is he? Admitted filming himself while torturing dozens of dogs until the majority of them died. Oh, he would God. then post videos of the instance online where he also accessed child abuse material. On Monday, Britton pleaded guilty to charges ranging from animal cruelty to raping or attempting to rape a dog and possessing and transmitting child abuse how could you uh, attempt? Cereal. Like, who caught you mid? Well, I, th- I think it's probably a case of the dog got away, isn't it? Um, who did you ma- tell? The married zoologist um, who once hosted Sir David while the broadcaster filmed part of the BBC's Life in Cold Blood, there's a clue, <laughs> docuseries at his property. He oh. sexually abused his own Swiss shepherd pets, Ursa and Bolt. Maybe Bolt's the one that got away then. Um, for almost a decade. Jesus. He eventually expanded to Gumtree, Australia, to source more dogs to torture and kill at his rural estate at McMinns Lagoon on the northern tip of Australia. At a hearing in the Northern Territory Supreme Court on Monday, prosecutors laid out the case against him. Much of the details of Britain's crimes are too graphic to publish and too grotesque, the judge warned people, to leave the courtroom. Jeez Louise, mate. Jesus Christ! I sometimes oh, I... feel bad about not undo, like not doing the washing up. Oh mate! In one scenario, Britain sent a message to the owners of a large brown dog to reassure them that the animal was settling in well. Wolf was relaxed and eating well and enjoying her new home. The message wrote, but unbeknownst to the previous owner, the dog had already been sexually exploited, tortured, and killed. You missed a bit out. What do you uh... mean? No, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, they yeah, didn't yeah, tell yeah, you about yeah. that it's, bit, it's, did it? It's extraordinary, isn't it? Jesus Christ. I, like, I don't understand this world. He, he, he will be sentenced at a later date. I mean, he's, he's, they're going to... Th- well, I say they throw away the key. You don't know, do you? That's the thing. You, you don't know nowadays. The amount of times you'll see something and you'll be like, oh, my God, that's fucking atrocious. It's like, yeah, yeah, they've, they've, you know, six months rehab. What? <laughs> Can you rehab that? Yeah. Just him, what, what do you mean rehab? Yeah, we um, we took him out. We um, took him down the shops, had a chat to him, and then we took him to the zoo. You what? Took him to the zoo. Oh. You I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? What so world, you've got mate? child abuse as well on there. Yeah, so he's looking at child abuse images um, and he's fucking dogs. I mean... I hope that I, 250 million years speeds up. I wouldn't put that on my Tinder. 
as a buyer. Well, I suppose, yeah, you suppose if you want to start the sentence of crocodile expert is better than that, I suppose. Balance well, yeah, out. I guess. Yeah. Balance, <laughs> balance journalism, mate. I don't trust. I don't trust crocodile experts now, though. That's it. They've tarred them all for me. Can't watch Crocodile Dundee anymore. It's gross. That lad in Australia wasn't trying to shag a stingray, was he? When it got him. What was his name? Backed up on it. Oh, I don't know. It's a really sad story, though. Isn't it, it is awful. Yeah, but then again, what? I'm not being funny. But you've been dicking around with these things for. A long time, you know. Oh, well, yeah. Law of averages, isn't it? Yeah. If you're going to keep jumping on stingrays, there is a possibility. That... I wouldn't advise it, put it that way. That's his incredible... name. Steve Hunt, um, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. The, the croc hunter. Yeah. Some of the videos of him just, like, dancing around with crocs where they're, like, nipping away at him and they're missing him by, like, half, half a centimetre. So it's it's going it to catch up. It is sad, but, yeah, so... if you do these things. Um, did you see... Um, have you finished that one? It was just dawned on. on me. When I fell down that embankment, right, I sent the video to you, obviously. Yeah. I sent the video to Gemma, thinking I'll get some sympathy. She just cry face emojis. But tying in with that, like, messing around and finding out, I sent it to Phil, who's this guy that I go out walking with a lot, thinking he'll sympathise because he's exploring as well. Yeah. But I am on my, like, if I'm a cat, I'm on my 18th life. And his reply to that video was, well, it is about time. Because <laughs> I nearly fall over all the time. Yeah. And I've finally gone. <laughs> Um, I like that. That's sympathy. Um, did you see the em- the state of the Empire State Building? No. Oh, this is amazing. Like, if it couldn't get more ridiculous than this. The Empire State Building. So, Pfizer lights up the Empire State oh, Building to sucks. celebrate the Pfizer new vaccine. It's blue and it's a big, I'm going to swear, big fucking needle in the sky that's blue advertising the Rona jab. For Pfizer, what in the world is going on? How have I not seen that? New York's um, fucked, mate. Blue New and Scion tonight in partnership with iHeartRadio honor a new vaccine. So, yeah, the Empire State Building, the top bit, the tip, it is basically it is a jab. It looks it, like a needle anyway. Doesn't that's it? what it is. It's clearly like a they've lit it up and got that looks a bit like a needle. Let's um, let's promote it on that. What in the world is going on? So, guys, I'll just drop. Yeah, obviously you'll see the pictures here. But I'm that's pretty the long and short of it. It's, trying to look at it now. It's blue. It looks quite pretty. But it's Pfizer, the Empire State Building. And it's a big, massive, ne- like, syringe, basically. Fucking hell. It's, it's insane. Totally I, um, insane. What a strange place we live in. I was un- under the impression, whether it's true or not, or whether they just... Oh, fucking hell, yeah, it's just a big needle. Um, that that top bit of the Empire State Building wasn't mentioned in the original plans. Because right. it was going up at the same time as the Chrysler building, which is just a couple of blocks away. And so they were kind of trying to outdo each other. And so the Chrysler building got higher and, and they completed it and it was higher. And they went, oh, yeah, sorry, we've got this on top as well. <laughs> just sad, isn't it? Yeah. I went up that once in a, in a lift and the speed of the lift, Rich, honestly, was oh. insane. So I just stood in the lift. And I'm thinking, right, well, I've got to go all the way to the top. I'm going to be, you know, best make a bed up. I'm going to be in here a while. Yeah. And it literally went whoosh. I was like, what? My ears went oh, popped. Oh, God. Mad, yeah. And then all of a sudden I was on the deck. like Shoot you out, top. out on the deck, not yeah. on the deck. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. I can't. I'm not good, good with heights. If you've seen as we went up um, up a hill, I'm not great with height. I'm better than I used to be, but not that good. No, I don't like it. It's don't pretty like high. It. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty high. Go yeah. on, um, Empire State Building's now a big Pfizer needle. So, planet Earth. What a bunch of pricks. Right. <laughs> Nazi Canada. 
this has made me laugh. It made me laugh, but you're much better at... I didn't it, do this one because I know you've got much more it, of an insight into this than it, I. It made, it made me laugh because given Ukraine's background and the fact that Putin is supposedly denazifying it and the fact that Nazis are very prominent in Ukraine, they've been making documentaries about them for years until they suddenly forgot and called it a conspiracy theory. Of all the people that it had to be that got under the radar... Like it wasn't a Bulgarian comedian posing as a as a MP. It it wasn't that lad that manages to get on the football pitch on like uh do you know what I mean at like ties himself at uh, that. Yeah, again. And all the... that. It wasn't any of that. It just happened to be a Nazi. Of all the people that it could be. And I'm sorry, I'm not having it. Like they said they didn't know who he was. Why clapping then? Um <laughs> Good point. Is it? Why are you yeah. clapping him then? You don't know who he is. Why are you clapping him? And then the other thing is just the fucking, just how stupid they are, which was like, you know, he thought, if I, if I didn't know who he was and I was there, and say, you know, everyone's there clapping, I've got a bit of social contagion, I go, well, I don't know who this guy is, but okay, they say he's a, he's a Canadian, a Ukrainian hero, okay. And then they announced the fact that he fought the Russians in World War Two. At that point, I'm going, well, I know who the Russians fought against. <laughs> I've started clapping now. Shit. Uh, I, can I, I turn I, this into some sort of... Worm dance with my hands. Yeah, that would yeah. be my reaction. I'd be like, he didn't know they were fighting the Nazis. He was fighting the Nazis. <laughs> You'll be everyone will be going shh, and I'll yeah. be doing the worm with my hands. But the other thing is, I looked at it and I thought, do you know what? If if Zelensky came to open a brand new fishmongers in Derby, because of my social media, um, and I worked at that fishmongers because of my social media activity and the fact that I've called him out his little action man suit. I wouldn't be allowed to... He, he, I wouldn't be allowed anywhere near him. That's this is point. a guy that's at war with Russia, who are a big military superpower and apparently have infiltrators and people everywhere that can get in and poison people, like they did in Salisbury, remember? They're very dangerous. And suddenly, you can get people into the parliament, next to him, and next to the prime minister of the country, and next to all these other leaders of, 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 of provinces in Canada, without anyone knowing who he is. <laughs> I'm not having it. No. I so what what would exactly be the case? Yeah, what would be what would be the reason for them having him lauded as a other than them obviously being Nazis if you go deep enough into the conspiracy, clearly they're the Fourth Reich. Because um, they hate Russia. They hate Russia. Trudeau is a huge, huge Russia folk. He hates them. And the whole of NATO do, don't they? So the idea of this man, he's a hero, why what did he do? He killed Russians. Amazing. Nice one. Ah you know he was a Nazi though. Like the reason that there, there's a problem is because people called it out. Well, saying that, and I'll, I'll just add this to the end: the guy, the journalist, and this including to I posted it last night on your dad's website, Infowars, I believe. Um, the journalist that called that out is an English journalist, but I don't believe he lives in England. He was arrested. <laughs> so he got a knock on the door because he called that. Like he he studied that and he was arrested. Um, he took it as a badge of honor for. Oh, this they called it not malicious communication. It was, and they're not mi misinformation. It was m malinformation, malicious information. Truth then. Yeah, yeah, basically the truth. It's truth that could be harmful to others. Do you know what I mean? With us. It's not. It's not yeah. four, isn't it? Yeah, truth that could be harmful for others. What? What, what about what you just done on Channel Four to a guy that hasn't even been um. Like, not defending him, but he hasn't, what, well, a bit, because he hasn't been convicted. That's that's what your 
accusing this lad of. I mean, that's malicious information, if or, or malinformation, if you want to call it that. Yeah. I mean, what is going on? Malinformation. But look at what they did to Assange. What does Assange do? He he Exposed released crimes. He, he exposed your crimes. And this guy see, was doing I, the same. Yeah, I don't see many people going mad about Assange either. Still, as he rots away in a prison. So I mean, maybe 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 they should demonetize Assange, so then people might get upset by it. Fucking mad, isn't it? Uh, it's mad. It's totally mad. And and what's even it's coming to a head. You, can you feel it? Something's coming to a head at the moment. Do you think Assange will ever be free? Unfortunately, not. No, no. I think they're waiting for him to die. If I'm honest. Right. Mm. I think I think that they're, they're they're you know even among Biden's base there are people that would not like him to have Assange because there is some people that that are. are kind of hoodwinked by Biden, but still have some semblance of, of morality. Yeah. So he can't do that. But then there's other, there'll be other parts of his base that will be like, you know, USA, USA. So they'll want him to deal with him. So I think it's a case of like, if he just dies, no one has to deal with it. Hoodwinked by Biden is, is a good, good way of putting it. Imagine being hoodwinked by Biden, though. Oh, but I thought, I said, I thought you said burden. No, I said Biden. No, oh. being hoodwinked by Biden. That's like that's like buying an inflatable dartboard on eBay, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, you got me again. Uh, well, I mean, the world does get better. This one made me laugh. It's been a bit of a serious show, so let's lighten it up with some talk about um, masturbation. Why not? Ready? Okay. This was a good one. This really made me laugh. Um, so this is about from Yale Health, and um, this is about masturbating obviously so that's wonderful I, th- I did tag you in this but i don't think you saw it over the past few weeks this is a statement from yale university obviously over the past few weeks yale has been and skull and bones yale isn't it yeah it is yeah over the past few weeks yale's received a surge in reports of masturbation related conflicts 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 Particularly between first-year suit mates, <laughs> as a measure. Oh, sweet mates, so people who live in the same dorms. Oh, and... so that's the issue. Someone's there. Got a can't sleep. Are you wanking? <laughs> that's what's happening. Isn't it? Basically, as a measure to address this issue, because definitely issue. Yale Health has provided each college laundry room a first-year dorm entrance entrance. Um, entryway with resources to manage those conflicts and promote healthy communication between suitmates and roommates about self-pleasure. Please make use of the masturbation door signs. Just don't do it in the room when I'm in there. Go in the bathroom and do it. Make, make sure you clean up. Put the sign around your neck. At least hold it in the other hand. At least hold it in the hand. I'm just thinking who's raking it in from these masturbation door signs because there's a, there's a business there, as if we ever need it. Um, um, yeah, so please make use of the masturbation door signs. Um, uh, the, the other tips were always communicate. Um, make sure you and your roommate are on the same page about your masturbation schedules. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you... It's my turn. Yeah. You had yours. Every and... other day. <laughs> In fact, last Thursday, I caught you having a shifty outside the room because you couldn't wait your turn, you horny bugger. And practice good sexual health just because you don't have a partner, (laughs) you ugly fuck, doesn't mean that there are no risks associated with self 
administered sex, self-administered sex. I think if you just use your hands, you're probably fine. I think you start getting in the realms of like hoovers and vices and weird shit like that, you might yeah. have a problem. And all dogs and, and croc experts. Make sure all dild- dildos and other sex toys are washed after one. Who shares after each use? Um, use plenty of lube to avoid. <laughs> There's no spoons. There's no spoons cleaning and washing up. Are you, eating, are you eating yogurt off my dildo? That's not clean either. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's not even yogurt. Uh, I was going to say, that's definitely not yogurt. Oh, you go, oh, have you dipped this in a fruit corner? Sort of. You wish I'd dipped it in a fruit corner. <laughs> Don't judge. Your roommates have just as much right to masturbate as you do. It's your job to help them feel safe and secure while ma- whilst masturbating. <laughs> You got your seatbelt on? Fucking hell. You're not going to fall off the bed, are you? What are you doing? No, you've got to wear your armbands and your crash hat. What a world we live in. Remember to relax and have fun. I'm not now. Just um, chill, mate. Self-pleasure should be about just that. Pleasurable. Navigating masturbation with a roommate can be tricky. But if you practice proper communication and safety, you can attain a deeply fulfilling masturbatory life. What a life. That's from the Yao Skull and Bones University. (laughs) Or, alternatively, we've got some coffins for you to wank in. It's up to you. Did you see the news story, Rich, where they're going to be publishing, um, before the election, what, basically a list, there's a website that'll publish a list of uh, MPs that think, that basically that know what a woman is, essentially. Christ, so, we're at that stage where we have to publish a list of people that, that know stage, what mate. a woman is. We're at that stage. So if if you're basically a, um, you know, a Labour MP who thinks that women have penises, then you have to, you know, you'll be on that list so people can look at that and go, right, OK. So, so when that news story broke, Kate Osborne MP, who's Labour, tweeted, I'll save them the bother of doorstepping me. Yeah, some women have a penis. <laughs> no. No. No, they don't. So, but but this is the thing. I think we spoke about this before. Kate knows they don't. Yeah, of course she does. Kate, Kate knows they don't. Kate's looked at her political career and gone, is it better to lie and look like a complete buffoon? Mm. Or is it better to tell the truth and get attacked by the alphabet mafia? And she's she's chosen that one. Yeah. As a lot of MPs on that side are doing. Wait, and... wait till the switch around as well. We've pointed this out before that what will ha- what I think will happen will be that because they don't want a government anymore, they just want technocrats in. They'll go at some point. There'll be a switch over the narrative, and they'll go. Well, all of these people are lunatics. Clearly, they don't know a woman and a man's got a penis and a woman's that they're all mental. We've all agreed to all this mental stuff that's on social media. We can't have the, these sort of mentalists in government. You need to have the technocrats to police them. It could be used in any way. Well, it could be, yeah. But I, I saw her like tweeting in defence of that. That you know, basically, there's bigger things to to worry about anyway so it's sort of irrelevant really we should be you know concentrating on the housing crisis on this x y z whatever i agree with that but yeah but the, but the point is if you're willing to lie about something as obvious as can a woman have a penis then you're not trustworthy you're not that's it's the equivalent of you going to me if you've got a phone and me going no 
Yeah. Just, you can see it. So if I'm willing to lie about that, what else am I willing to lie about? That's the point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I would, I would judge, I would judge. I mean, they're all fucking different cheeks on the same ass. Fuck them, I don't vote anyway. But if I was to, and I've got two people similar, similar-ish, perhaps policies. You know, I don't know. I quite like this about, about this. I quite like what he says about this. What she says about that. And you go, oh, you know, she thinks women can have a penis. I'll vote for him then, won't I? <laughs> Like that would it would yeah. be a deal breaker for me because she's clearly delusional or willing to lie to the public. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's sort of not what you want, really. No, no, she's either Out mentally ill official. or willing to play the part of mentally ill, just to get what she wants. Yeah. yeah. And so, prob's not for me. No, that, that that's just insane, isn't it? Um, let's have a look at this one. Um, smart people first in line for COVID nineteen. Jabs, study suggests, from SIDRAP, which if you get rid of the ID part of it, is crap. Um, University of Minnesota, <laughs> that was their survey that they did. So they're up there with the other university, Yale, doing important work. Smart people first in line for COVID-19 vaccines, study suggests. I think, I'm pretty sure they rolled out something similar sort of two years ago. I think we'll it? go back on the on the podcast. I think we covered it, yeah. Yeah, like higher, people with higher IQ are more likely to listen to the state and do as they're told. I don't know about that. It's so stupid. Intelligent, it's so stupid. <laughs> intelligent people get their COVID-19 vaccines much faster. Get in. Suggests a study of more than 750,000 people in Sweden. Um, yeah, it's just after priority groups received their COVID-19 vaccinations, the government made vaccination appointments for all residents aged 50. Yeah, we know that bit. So basically, yeah, you've got to, you're stupid if you don't get it that quick. That's the thing, isn't it? They are basically, it's so childish. Yeah. They're basically saying, you're a poo-poo head. <laughs> isn't it? It's that childish nonsense, yeah. primary school bollocks. Shut up. Shut up! Yeah, you're Go the on. one who can't control your bowels. Go on then, moving moving on. But yeah, we're um, we're we're uh, our IQ is based on how quick we run at a needle now. Um, Dan Andrews is gone. Yes, Dan Andrews. Um, the um, you may have seen him in was it Disney that made Dumbo? He basically looks like Dumbo, and I'm allowed to be offensive towards his mannerisms and his physique because he's a bastard. Yes, and that's is. sort of the rules, really. Um, he was just horrendous throughout COVID and pro- actually one of the worst. He was a proper little Hitler, wasn't he? He really, really got, really loved that little power trip because he's never had any power in his life. Um, but he's gone. And I'm thinking, like, because I saw quite a lot of people celebrating it and I'd looked at it myself and I thought, you know, the, the, the rats are, are abandoning the sinking ship and all that. That is part of it. But then part of me thought, well, his popularity was on the floor, finished, bosh, because of how much of a bastard he was. Ain't no one going to listen to him again. In fact, they would probably purposely not listen to him because he's yeah. such an ass. I think the same would go for Jacinda. and She's gone. And there'll be others as well. I think Trudeau, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Trudeau go in the next 12 months, if I'm honest. And part of me, whilst I would celebrate these ghouls fucking off, it's like, but is it so that they can be replaced by someone with a clean slate? So therefore, you might well listen to them. Oh no, 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 no! This is different. I'm well, sure it is, mate. I think it's just—it's basically his face has become so hated that that it needs to be gone and replaced with another face. Yeah, I completely but, agree. That makes total know. sense. Of course, it's they're they're used. 
they're useful idiots until they're not useful anymore. And I think in terms of brand, I don't think he's an idiot, but um, he was definitely useful for a while until he wasn't no longer. And then they he either crawled or they threw him under the bus. And these guys will just go off and have their nice little lives after they've destroyed everybody else's and there'll be a new batch of morons. Yeah, Hancock was the same. Yeah. Hancock was the same. So was Van Tam. Um, where's Witty? Where's Valance? Yeah. They're fucking gone. Um, I mean, Valance goes around the, the bed and around the bottom bed. But the, all those people have gone to be replaced by, you know, where's Susan Maitchie? Where's she? Where's Neil Ferguson? All these ghouls will just be replaced by a new professor or a new expert of behavioural insight and a new this and a new that. Yeah, it's the organisations and the funding of the organisations that's important. It's not these people are here, here today, gone tomorrow, as we say. Um, yeah, people. pictures on the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, it is. And he's an yeah, he'll go down as. I'd like to be there when he meets his maker. To be honest, see what goes on. Um, Abramovich, she's back in the headlines. She will be now an ambassador for Ukraine. <laughs> It's spirit unbelievable, cooking. isn't it? It's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Spirit cooking, Rothschild-friendly um, Abramovich. He's clearly a Satanist, although she claims not to be. Well, stop doing satanic stuff. Like, I, I could be a footballer and claim I'm not a footballer, but play football all along and get paid for it. You're, you're a Satanist, clearly. You, the, that's the what you'll she, do. She got the gig at Microsoft, and then, yeah. obviously, they made the, the, the video they made to announce it, then they had to take down because everyone was like, that's some Satanist shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she did. She did a video for, for Microsoft, Bill Gates, Microsoft, obviously, and Bill Gates through eugenicist. He's a eugenicist. Connected to all of that Satanism and occultism. And as you know, Microsoft, IBM, they're connected through the Nazis as well. It's, it's, it's really easy to put these pieces of the puzzle together. And she's a Satanist, clearly. And um, now she's a ambassador for Ukraine. <laughs> and it's like, there's one picture she's standing with Jacob Rothschild in front of a... Um, in front of this was actually Lewis Bradpool that posted this. So, although I've got questions about whether this is a genuine photo or not, but she did definitely speak and at the Rothschilds Institute, um, and there's videos of her doing talks there. So she's connected to them. Whether this photo is genuine or not, I don't know. But she, he says, here's Marina Abramovich posing with Jacob Rothschild in front of the painting, Satan summoning his legions. By Sir Thomas Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, it's not Sounds like a nice painting. Yeah. <laughs> Which you is. Know what? The... I bought your painting for your bedroom. <laughs> Terrifying. Wasn't that in Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> Vigo. Yeah. Vigo. That's basically what Ghostbusters 2 was based on. The, 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 so he stands in front of it. I can believe that, that Jacob's standing in front of it, but she does look a bit. I don't know. They both looked a bit cropped in, to be fair. I'm not 100% sure about that photo. But it been done can... by a crop expert? The what, sorry? been done by a crop expert. <laughs> crop fields. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's true. But they are connected through the Institute, and he does. she does talk at the Rothschild-funded, or the Rothschild Institute. So, yeah. Also, she, also what's, what is her experience of being an ambassador? What, what is the relevance of her having the gig to Action Man? Blood and spirit cooking, heads on the table, Satanism, bit child weird and in there. Awesome. Sounds amazing. <laughs> so that was, yeah, she's now, if you can't see this coming together over the three years we've been doing this, I mean, it's quite clear. But now it really feels like, to me, that there's something shifted and it's really panic stations. Something it, feels, it feels panic stations because it feels like 
You know, have you seen the bit in Alan Partridge where he's trying to pitch for a new TV show and he's just thinking on his feet? He's got maybe two ideas which get rebuffed very quickly. So then he's like, uh, monkey, monkey tennis, you yeah. um, hustling with Chris Eubank, um, a partridge among the pigeons. Well, what's that? Oh, it's just a title. You know, and it's just, he's just yeah. riffing, isn't he? Because he's desperate. It feels a bit like that, it, right, innit? It's like, we've got this, we've got that, we've got this. The other day, it was like, Disease X is back again. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, you are literally just chucking shit, aren't you? Yeah. Hoping that some of it sticks to the wall. And none of it is. None no, of it the is. general public now is yeah. going, oh, Yeah, oh, it's oh, like, basically, they have been on the stage for the last two years, put on horrific performance in this theatre stage, and then the audience have slowly walked out. They haven't noticed. And there's no one left there, but they keep trying to put new plays on. To make yeah. to to get people to 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 watch, but there's no one in the audience. There's no two for one offers, left, yeah. right, and centre. Get a free ice cream at the interval. Nah, it's still bollocks, mate. Still bollocks. I've been in there. My ass stuck to the seat, and it was terrible. Um, I don't matter what you put on because you're the same production company. It's a good analogy. I'll go through you. It's a bit of a weird analogy. That still makes me laugh. That that should call a clip. That was good. Are you got any more? Um, no. Okay. Well, uh, that is. I, I, I actually don't have any more. Um, the, apart from the disease X thing um, and the fact that these experts, it was a COVID expert, wasn't it? I think that was being discussed. And it was also on GB News, which is like supposed to be the alternative. And when you looked at who the expert was, they were like some financial consultant that had had some involvement with procuring the first round of COVID jabs. <laughs> That's not an expert, mate. That's, what are you talking about? But they know that people don't read beyond the headline. Yeah. Expert says X, Y, and Z. Oh, fuck. Expert. Mm. All right. Tiniest bit of digging, mate. I've literally got one of those little plastic spades that your toddler takes to the beach. Use that and dig a... Oh, it's a financial consultant. Is All it... right. <laughs> yeah. It's like that other guy who's the taxi driver ended up on the news talking about Spotify yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very worried. <laughs> You're not, mate. You're a caddy. It just shows how stupid the whole mainstream media and everything is. Right, guys, yeah. um, where can they get their CBD from? Um, they can get their CBD. I actually, just to, right, so years and years ago, right, I went on a school trip to Crystal Palace as part of PE, right? So we went for a few days and we trained at Crystal Palace, did X, Y, Z. But part of it was also going and seeing some of the London sites. Like we watched Greece um, at the Dominion Theatre and Tottenham Court Road and all that kind of stuff. But we also went to Trafalgar Square. And when we were in Trafalgar Square, there was, this was around the time of mad cow disease. There was a Japanese All film the hits. crew. There was a Japanese... Yeah, that was going to kill us. Was that there was a Japanese... It didn't affect me. I was veggie. There was a, a Japanese film crew there, right? And they were interviewing people and whatever. So it was about five of us lads. And so they went down the line. And it was like, you know, what what, what do you think of, about, you know, blah, blah. And the first one of the lads was like, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I've not heard anything about it. The next one was like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, when you get to me, because I was, you know, a bit of a performer back then, if I'm honest. I put it on thick that I was terrified, right? And that I didn't want to die. I was too young to die, right? Which is funny, because like I say, I was a veggie, so I wasn't affected by uh, by contaminated beef, right? And the cameraman's there. The, I think the producer is there as well. There's three of them, and they're looking. And the woman who's asked the question is literally like that. She's just wetting herself laughing, because she knows it's bollocks. But I bet it went out on Japanese TV, and I bet people went, oh, my God, look at those kids. <laughs> Terrifying. Give a fuck. That's what was funny. I was about, I don't know, I would have been 10, maybe 11. I'd love to find it. Guys, if you can find that on the internet anywhere, then please send us, send us a link, because I'd love to see that. 
I need to get my mum to somehow get a copy because she's got it on VHS of me. Has she? Of me, not that, but of me writing because we didn't have Japanese TV when I was a kid, but of me reading on the news to President Gorbachev when I was in primary school, when I was like seven, six or seven. I need to get my mum to somehow, I don't know how, how you get it from VHS. Yeah, onto you digital. can. There, there's a little, like, like, you can put a VHS player and plug it in for a HDMI. You can. Oh, I'll have to, I'll have yeah. to do that then because she's got it, still got it on VHS. Yeah. And I just, I would love to put that online because it's funny. Well, you could do it the old fashioned way, just film it on your phone. On the telly, I could do on that. Telly, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I can't say Ethiopia. <laughs> Ethiopia. 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 Ooh, yeah. Finally, finally spat it out. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you in a week's time. Thank you for all the support with WhatAF and stay sane and don't put your fingers in places that the mainstream media tells you not to. Exactly that, like dogs. It's time for what I've